Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm doing my biggest bust at every single position for fantasy football in 2020. I'm going to be giving you guys a bust at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end, and these are the guys that I really believe will be the biggest bust at their given position. So before I get into the video, I'd like to ask if you guys are new to the channel and you end up enjoying, please click that subscribe button. It's free and I'm going to be giving you guys content every single day so that we can all win our fantasy football championship in 2020. So let's get right into the the video. Biggest bust at every single position in 2020. So the first guy to talk about here is Todd Gurley. He went from the LA Rams to the Atlanta Falcons. Now this move is actually not the worst for him because we have seen Devontae Freeman actually perform in the past. But what the key is, what went wrong last year for Todd Gurley to finish as running back number 14. Why was that? Now, last year, his total touches was the lowest it has been since he entered the league in 2015. In his rookie year, playing just 13 games, he had more touches than he had in 2019. So why is that? That's based off of the fact that he has that knee injury. He has that knee arthritis, and that is very, very scary for me. I told you guys not to draft him last year. He was going too high for me. I didn't want to draft him this year. He's also going too high for me. I really would not want to draft him in most leagues. Now, if you're talking about a player with immense upside, that would be Todd Gurley. But I think that the risk, to me, very much outweighs how much production he could potentially get. So like I said, in 2019, in 15 games, 12 started, he had 223 attempts, less than 1,000 yards, his lowest yardage total as well in his NFL career. He only had 857 rushing yards. Now his touchdown total was still very high at 12 because you just put, you hand the ball to Todd Gurley and he'll find his way into the end zone from a couple yards out. His usage in the passing game was also the lowest it has been since his rookie year in the NFL and he had his lowest points per game pretty much except for in 2016 where he was also a complete and utter bust so last year just was not too hot for Todd Gurley but he did move to Atlanta so there is some hope but I think that it is destroyed by looking at things like this Todd Gurley did have that workload management on him if you see the first couple of games 10 points 12 points 4 points 19 15 11 10 so then he starts looking good right and then 7 17 then 1 and then towards the end of the season is when they unleash him once they unleashed him he was actually doing very good 17 points 17 points 17 16 and then eight but the worry is what does Atlanta think he can do can they put him on a workload that would be viable for the guy there's really no one around him but the worry is that the coaching just will not believe in the guy because they obviously lowered his pay now so this quote came out from Dirk Cutter the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons now it says what he says is the main question no one seems to know is what is his health status question mark what is his workload Dirk Cutter doesn't even fucking know what his workload is and he's going to be the guy working with Todd Gurley all season long now I know there are going to be people that are very very high on him and I think there is potential for him to have a top 10 year but I am just so worried about that knee and that injury concern and I'm also worried about the fact that Dirk Cutter typically doesn't use a running back very well in their first year in the system if Todd Gurley somehow makes it out alive in this offense he could be good maybe next year but for right now I'm very 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 worried about Todd Gurley so let me know what you guys think about Todd Gurley in the comments so let me know your guys list of running back wide receiver tight end and quarterback who you guys all think will bust in 2020 next guy here wide receiver Amari Cooper of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, last year, he was wide receiver number 10 in 2019, wide receiver number 15 in points 
per game. So what did the uh, Dallas Cowboys do in the draft? The team that has Amari Cooper on it. They draft CeeDee Lamb in the first round. So now they have Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Is Amari Cooper even the best wide receiver out of those three guys? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think Michael Gallup is just as talented as Amari Cooper. I think CeeDee Lamb could be even more talented than him. Last year, they were 12th ranked in run percentage in the NFL. Now, you could argue, hey, that might go down because Mike McCarthy is there. But I can also argue that, hey, they're saying that their offensive coordinator, Mr. Kellen Moore, could be calling the plays. But either way, I think that they're not going to be as much into the super heavy pass offense like people really think they are going to be. I still think they're going to be a great passing offense, but my worry comes really not with the run-pass splits. It comes with the fact that this guy, he's hot and he's cold. He's yes and he's no. He's in and he's out. He thrives against the bad teams. He legitimately takes the bad teams and skull fucks them into submission. And then against a good team, he just falls asleep. He takes a nap. He gets out his fucking huggies because he is going to shit the bed and he knows to wear a diaper so that he doesn't soil Jerry Jones's bed. He's hot and he's cold, like I said, and he's very, very, very inconsistent. If you just look at his games, you would be very surprised at the fact of how hot and cold he is. 22 points, week one. Next week, 14 points. Then 26 points. Then 9 points. Then 39 points. Then 1 point. 15, 18, 31. Three good games in a row. And then three or two shitters in a row. 6.8, 0.0. He put up a zero. A straight up goose egg against Stefan Gilmore. Stefan Gilmore is a great corner. But at the end of the day, Devontae Parker absolutely slapped him up. And people are talking about how Amari Cooper is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. I don't really think that's true. 16 points, 20 points. Then two points, six points, and 13 points. So if you're playing in a normal fantasy football league, week 15 in your semifinal game, he shit the bed. If you somehow made it to the champion, game he shit the bed again being a top not even in the top 50 either of those weeks and I think that this variable of him being good some games bad the other games is going to be even more strengthened by the fact that they bring in CeeDee Lamb now there's another option for Mr. Dakota Prescott to throw the ball to Dak has been more likely now to dump the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott as the years have went on so I really do worry about the fact that Amari Cooper's target total is going to go down I still think they're going to be passing the ball a lot I think the team is going to be great but I would not be surprised if if Amari Cooper absolutely fails you where he is going to be drafted. In the second or third round, there is not a shot in fuck I draft Amari Cooper. I think Amari Cooper probably finishes inside the top 12 because he has these good games. He has these bad games. But to me, that is a straight-up bust. If he fucks you over about half the time, how could that possibly not be a bust? The guy is going to disappoint you a lot, so I am not going to want anything to do. I do not want anything to do with Amari Cooper in 2020. If you guys have enjoyed the video thus far, please click that subscribe button down below. Now, on to the next position at quarterback. We have A.A. Ron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. Last year, finished as quarterback 9, playing in 16 games. Now, his problem is he relied on these big games to boost his point total of 278.38 points, having the lowest points per game he has had since 2007. As you can see down below, his points were all over the place. He starts off the year terrible. 12 points, 14 points, 13 points. Then he gets 25, and then he gets 9, and then 18. And then he goes on a fire streak of two games, 43 points and 27 points. Those were two of his biggest games, and they happened week 7 and week 8. And then he shits the bed, 12 points, 10 points, 9 points then 28 points, then 11, 14, 8, and 19. This guy is very inconsistent, just like with 
Amari Cooper, and he's a guy that's getting drafted inside of the top 10 quarterbacks. Why not find a guy later who has high upside that might be more flippity-floppity like this, but you can go ahead and assess the lineup, whereas you don't have to draft him inside of the first six, seven rounds of the draft where you have to draft Amari Cooper. And in a lot of leagues, Amari Cooper is going to be one of those guys that everyone knows. Everyone knows who the fuck Mr. Discount Double Check Aaron Rodgers is, so his value gets elevated by that. People's perception of value gets elevated by that. They know who Aaron Rodgers is, so they're more likely to say, hey, fuck it, let me get Aaron Rodgers. He's safe when he's not even safe at all in the eighth round instead of waiting and drafting a guy like Daniel Jones or a guy like Gardner Minshew, someone late who has very, very high upside in 2020. The next thing I find very important to talk about with Aaron Rodgers is the run-pass split percentage when compared to the last two coaches he has had. He had Mike McCarthy for a zillion years. They were very, very, very pass-heavy, and now they bring in Mr. Matt LeFleur, who likes to run the rock down the defense's throats. So the Packers' run-pass split in 2019 with Mr. Matt LeFleur is 40% run versus 60% pass. Rodgers averaged 17.4 PPR points per game, but like I said, that point total very, very skewed. Whereas in 2018 with Mike McCarthy, Rodgers was kind of, he wasn't really as up and down, up and down as he was in 2019 with a 32% run split and 68% pass split. Rodgers averaged 19.5 points per game. I think Aaron Rodgers' points per game would have been far worse had he not have, it just would have, had he not have blown up for 38 points or 27 points in some games and just scored like 20 to 25 points. I really just believe that the Aaron Rodgers-led Green Bay Packers is no longer really the Aaron Rodgers-led Green Bay Packers. Matt LaFleur calls the plays. He wants to get Aaron Jones in the game. He drafted a fucking running back before they drafted a wide receiver because he likes to run the ball so goddamn much. It makes no fucking sense. They don't bring in another wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. I think Devontae Adams will have a great season strictly because Aaron Rodgers literally only has his one buddy out there. He says, hey, Devontae, let me throw you the ball in every fucking play because you're the only pass catcher on this goddamn team that I can fucking trust. Now onto the final player of the video. That is tight end Evan Ingram of the New York Football Giants. Now, there's one thing to note about Evan Ingram before I get into destroying the fact that I think he's going to be fucking terrible this year is the fact that he's a very, very, very good player. He is probably one of the most talented tight ends in the NFL, but the problem with Evan Ingram is his health. Guy legit gets hurt lacing up his cleats. He gets hurt taking a shower in the morning. He gets hurt driving if he has kids, his kids to work. He just fucking accidentally hits something, the airbag just takes him out for three weeks. That's how injury prone this guy is. According to Sports Injury Predictor, a pretty accurate website, has his chance of injury in 2020 as 59.9% percent chance that's over half a or over 50 percent chance that he could get hurt projected games missed in 2020 2.4 now his injury history none of these are really too um considered to be correlated except for his mcl pull except because he had it in 2019 as well as 2018 but the guy just constantly keeps getting hurt every single fucking season and it's honestly infuriating because of how talented the guy is i don't think he plays 16 games i think he plays more of 10 to 12 games, and that is going to make him a bust where he is being drafted in the middle rounds of the draft when you can just wait and draft a much safer player. Looking at Evan Ingram's stats, you can see in 2017 he played in 15 games, but he only started 11 because he wasn't necessarily the starting guy his rookie year. He eventually did become that and had a lot of targets and had a very successful rookie season. Then in 2018, 11 games, 8 games started, he gets hurt again. Last year was his worst year, gets hurt 8 games, all right? 
I'm not just not going to buy into it. A guy who has never finished 16 games in the league. A guy who really can't get above 10 games. I'm going to be honest with you. I just do not trust that. I think that it's hard to predict an injury onto a guy. It's hard to say, hey, this guy's for sure going to get injured. But I just feel a guy who has the injury history that Evan Ingram has, you should not be taking this guy where he is being drafted. If he falls till later, sure, you go ahead and draft him. But when you draft Evan Ingram, you have to know, hey, I got to draft two tight ends. And in my opinion, that is not a very good strategy to go in and draft Evan Ingram. And you have to know, holy shit, I have to put his backup on the team. It's like when you draft Alvin Cook, you have to draft Alexander Madison. That's just how I feel about Evan Ingram. Let me know down below how you guys felt about every single player down below in the comments section. Today's magic word is going to be microphone. Leave it down below in the comments and I'll make sure to shout you guys out on the video after i love each and every single one of you guys make sure to have a great rest of your day click that subscribe button click one of the other videos that's on your screen right now have a great rest of your day as always make sure everyone stays safe i love you all i'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another banger of a video good boy